It is February 10th. We're coming to you live. Welcome to the NBA show. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. And this, this week we start off with everyone's favorite segment, Business, business porn. porn. And we will be launching with the highest paid MBAs of 2010. So, Tom, tell us, uh, why don't, for, for today's pornography, why don't you pull out some of those outrageous numbers right. and, and highest lay it pay, on us. Highest paid Wharton grad last year, $350,000 starting salary. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, baby. He's going into private equity. Well, I think, I th I think it's very clear how we both feel about this. It's about time. This is, this, is, this is market forces, baby. This is what we want. Everything's working exactly as it should. Are you, how can you possibly justify a 27-year-old kid who has spent two years not actually working, just sitting in a classroom? Like, with bonus, this is going to be half a million dollars. How can you possibly think well, that's, that's, that's well, okay? Well, I think, you know, this, this is full. If you, if you are in private equity, you want to hire the best person from Wharton. This is the market rate. You got to pay 500k. There's competition for that. Who is this? It's three times above the median. Who is this mythical person that's worth that? Well, there's well, there's two things. One, yep. very special skills. I mean, obviously a very successful person in general. But also, the business that he's going into makes a ton of money, so he deserves to make a ton of money. So you're saying that someone and people in private equity are better human beings than people in nonprofit who don't make a ton of money? Yes. Oh, for the love. <laughs> At least that's what the money says. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't be serious. Well, you know, I'm not saying he's a better person, but I'm saying that the job that he's performing delivers more value. So, for example, suppose you have two people equivalently skilled. One's a coal miner, one's a diamond miner. You'd expect the diamond miner to make more money and deliver more value. But you're assuming rational behavior here based on market forces. Like, here's what I say. If one of your classmates says they just got an offer for $500,000, First, I want you to punch him in the nose, and then I want you to do a couple of checks. If we'll all be there someday. <laughs> if the name of the firm that they're going to matches their last name, that may be a sign as to why they're getting $500,000. And on top of that, if you happen to be studying in a building with the same last name as that firm in person, you may have a bit of a clue as to what is going on here. And so what's on the other end of the spectrum? Uh, so Tom, this, these top paid MBAs are making 20 times what the lowest paid MBAs are oh, making. Man. Last year, Wharton released the numbers from Wharton. Uh, the lowest paid MBA made $25,000, taking a media job somewhere in the Midwest. Let's hear it for personal fulfillment. Oh, yay, personal fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's move on to some headlines. What's our headlines this week? We got some Harvard changing their curriculum. Some big news out of Harvard. So Harvard's known for having their single, the one method, they teach every single class with the case study method. Intro to finance, intro accounting, doesn't matter. You're, you're learning through the case study method. And this, they're changing the curriculum to now add- Hold on, hold on, right there. I can stop you right there. I don't even need to know what they're adding. It's a good decision. How can you say that? Well, I mean, if they do 100% of something, they can add anything and it would be better. And, uh, you know, it, and it's true, they're adding just a little bit. They're adding in one, one class. It's going to be called Field. They're actually going to do experiential learning out in the field and global, and actually go out in, amongst the globe. So this, the, to me, this is basically portfolio diversification. I mean, Harvard's curriculum before, 100% cases, that's like if you have all your money in 100% bonds, you could, you could make it better by putting 3% in rocks. <laughs> Congratulations, Harvard, for putting 3% in rocks. <laughs> and it's the right decision. Which brings us to our case study-related jargon of airtime. Tom, what's airtime? Okay, airtime is basically the word that describes how much you get to talk during class. 
right? So when you're doing the case method, people teach each other, so you talk. Yeah, and, and as part of that sort of teaching, you know, you get the perspective of many different people around the class and their experience and the learnings from hearing your classmates and what they've done. And that is good. And as such, your grade is largely based upon your participation, which we all know means most, a little bit the quality and mostly the quantity of the comments And you that make. is bad. <laughs> you know, as you probably have noticed, many MBAs suffer from sort of a social problem where they, uh, uh, they like airtime. They sort of need to yes, be in the public to, forum. Yes. And, and this can and manifest itself in many different ways. <coughs> Anyways, on to our business school tip of the week. What's our tip oh, of the week? This is, this is a great tip. I, I can't believe it's taken us so long to get to this. Google Docs. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. I love Google Docs. Google I cannot Docs tell you awesome. how much I love it's Google awesome. Docs. And let me tell you what you should be using it for. So Google Docs is basically a replacement for Word. That's their competitor. I love it, right? I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> but if you're working on anything as a team, so if you have to write anything with a group or write anything with a partner, you've got to be using Google Docs. Oh, it is amazing. You yeah. actually, you can see, you, all three of you, you can be looking at your own monitors. You can see the cursor yeah. of like the other person as they're typing in yeah. the piece of information. So Miro will like type seven and it says Miro and there's this text coming out and I can just go right along and delete it right behind him. <laughs> it's like instantly better. You don't need to do any version control. You got one live yeah. version of all of your documents. Yeah, there's no saving, auto-saving, so like never lose another document. It's and great. what I cannot believe yeah. about the quality of this technology is all of that is free. Yes, no cost. In fact, you don't even have to steal this software. It comes pre-stolen. Anyways, docs.google.com, you got a Gmail address yeah. already, you can log right in. Tom, what's on your radar this weekend? I am going to the World Championships of Tobogganing in Maine. Wow, very cool. Where's that? Where in Maine? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will drive me there, I will have a good time. Sounds good. <laughs> I actually, uh, later on this evening, I'll be attending the finale of the MIT 100K Executive Summary Contest. Um, when does this, that do? So this begins the contest season, so the full MIT 100K contest due February 25th, you okay. have one team member from MIT, and the same day the MIT Clean Energy Prize, that welcomes students from all over the country. You can check it out. 200 grand. Wow. 200 grand. Wow, super impressive. Yeah, clean energy bride. Well, anyways, right. on behalf of all us, I'm Miro Kaz. I'm the real Tom Rose, and you've been watching The, the NBA, NBA Show. Show.